0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the CTYA podcast. We are so glad that you joined us here today. Sit back, relax, get out your favorite pencil, your favorite notebook. May you be blessed in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I think the Lord is wanting to speak to us tonight. I believe he has the word. I've been in prayer about this uh, lesson, and I think he's got something for every one of us. And we need him to speak to us tonight. Amen. I think He's doing that right now, as a matter of fact, through song, through prayer. He's moving, He's moving, He's moving. And I believe He's moving throughout the entire building, not just here. He is moving. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to go to the Word of the Lord in John uh, 16 and 13. or 16, verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will declare to you the things that are to come. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. I want to talk about being led by the spirit. Being led by the spirit. And you may be seated. Thank you. Thank you to all the musicians and everybody that took part in this service. I really do appreciate you. My wife and I talk about all the young adults, staff, all the young adults. We love each and and every one of you. We need to be led by the Spirit. We need to be led by God. If you're going to be a minister, you need to be led by the Spirit. If you're going to work in home missions, you need to be led by the Spirit. If you're going to be bivocational, you need to be led by the Spirit. If you're going to Bible college, you need to be led by the Spirit. If you're going to be a child of God, you need to be led by the Spirit. So how do we do this? God has always desired relationship with us. He desires us to look to Him for guidance, therefore us being led by the Spirit. We can find this way back in Genesis. The overriding idea of the Genesis story is, is that God created man ultimately for the purpose of worshiping and serving Him. One thing is very clear in the first three chapters. God desired a relationship with Adam and Eve. He created them in a state of total innocence, and placed them in the Garden of Eden to dress and to keep it. The Bible indicates that God visited them every day. Adam and Eve met with God, spent time with Him in His presence in the cool of the day. They walked and talked with the living Spirit that expressed Himself to them. Jeremiah 10 and 23 says, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. We don't walk this Christian life alone. We don't walk this Christian life alone. But in the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, we are assured that, that if we rely on the Spirit of God within us, He will give us the strength and the guidance that we need. Ephesians 3.16 That He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. Romans 8.14-18 talks about being led by the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 15, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. What does that mean? It doesn't make you a slave to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, meaning it dwells with our spirit, that we are children of God. What does a father do? What does a good father do he leads he leads his children his wife his family he leads them and just like a good father god does the same and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if so be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified Together, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So, again, why does he want to dwell with us? Why does he want to dwell with us? So we can have a relationship with him. So he can have a relationship with us. And then out of the relationship comes guidance. God has always, always, always desired to lead His people. He's always desired to lead you and to lead me, to lead everybody. Why? Acts 3, 3-9, we see how God works through Peter. Everybody remember the beggar. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked them alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. He expected to receive something. Then Peter said, What? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I, I give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising god all the people all the people saw him walking and praising god how did peter know how to do this i'm sure you can guess he was led by the spirit he was led by the spirit so why Why do we want to be led by the Spirit? So He can lead us and others to the lives He has for us. So He can reach your co-workers, Sam. So He can reach your friends. So He can save your family. That's why we want to be led by the Spirit. So He can work through us. And so that we can have the lives that He wants for us. So, how? How do we go about doing this? How do we go about being led by the Spirit? I'm glad you asked. The angel of the Lord, we're talking in about Exodus 3, 2-4. through 4. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, and a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Verse 3, And Moses said, Now get this, Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the burning bush. And said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Moses, get this now, Moses stopped everything he was doing. He stopped everything he was doing and looked and he gave his attention to God. He gave his attention to God. How do we give our attention to God? In Exodus 2, 23 and 25, And it came to pass, in process of time, that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of bondage. And they cried, and their cry came up unto God by reason of of bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. So, again, how do we do this? How do we give our attention to God? By prayer. 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 And then again, we read a a similar text. When God is speaking to Moses, Exodus 3, 7 through 8. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of of the land unto a good land flowing with milk and honey. So why am I reading this to you? Because God heard the cry of his people and then led them out of Egypt and out of their bondage. When you pray, when you pray and you call out to God, when you're on your hands and your knees and you don't know where to turn to, he's listening to you He's listening to you. Even when you feel like he's not, he is listening to you. And you know what? He always shows it. He may not right in that moment, but he will. He will always show it. That's one thing I've learned in my life. I know we've all had hard times. But if there's one thing I know about our God, is that He will never, ever, ever fail us. And I rebuke anything that tries to tell you otherwise. He will not fail you. He never has, and He never will. So, if you want to be led by the Spirit, you have to have a prayer life. You have to have a prayer life. If you want God to lead you in your ministry, you have to have a prayer life. If you want God to help you to reach people that are on your college campus, you have to have a prayer life. If you want to be led by the Spirit and serve God as best you can, you have to have a prayer life. You have to have it. There is no getting around not having a prayer life. There is no getting around not having prayer. You have to have it. Amen? Amen. And another thing we have to have is His Word. He will lead you through His Word. You've got to read it. You've got to listen to it. And you've got to love it. You've got to love his word. You've got to dig deep. In there. A lot of a lot of answers are in this word. We've got to love it. Another thing that we have to have in order to be led by the Spirit is the one we really love. Fasting. Fasting. And let me tell you why. Acts fourteen, twenty-two through twenty-three, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in their faith. And that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained the elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commanded them to the Lord on whom they believed. In Mark 9, it talks about a father and a son. A son with a dumb spirit. You guys remember this one? Mark nine seventeen and eighteen. And one of the multitude answered and said, "Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit, and uh, wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him. And I sp- and I spake unto the disciples." that they should cast him out, and they could not. When Jesus saw the people coming and running together, he rebuked the full spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb spirit, dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter into him no more. Mark 9, 26-29, And the spirit cried, And rent him sore, and came out of him, and he was as one dead. And so much that they even said that he was dead, right? But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. So, again, another key to being led by the Spirit, another key to being sensitive to God, is fasting. Unless you pray and you fast. You can't be really sensitive to God, like you would want to be. Fasting, this is the reason why. Fasting gets your flesh out of the way and gets you more close to him. It's funny because I think a lot of us about fasting think that it's some way to twist God's arm into getting him to do something, and it's not. It's not. Fasting is not that. Fasting is getting your flesh out of the way. It gets yourself out of the way so you can hear, so you can be more sensitive to God and what He has for you. So, now, when? When? When should we we be led by the Spirit? When should we do this? Right now. We should be led by the Spirit right now. There are so many people around us. And please hear me. If you don't hear anything else, hear this. There are so many people around us. And we don't know what they're going through. And the Holy Ghost dwells in us. It dwells in you and in me. But because we don't want to sacrifice our flesh, or because we don't want to sacrifice our time, or because we don't want to give our attention to God, they just go on. And the Spirit doesn't lead us. Because we can't hear him in that moment. We're not sensitive to him because we're not praying. He's not leading us because we're not reading our word. We're not seeking an answer. We're not seeking his guidance. So again, when is the time to be led by the Spirit? Every day, every day, we want to be led by the Spirit. There are so many ways that He could lead us. So many ways. There's a place in our lives that He wants to take us to, but our ears can't hear Him because we won't give up the flesh. So again, when is the time to be led by the Spirit? And if the musicians can come, I'm done. Is in this moment. Is in this moment. Go ahead and stand with me. When I was in prayer about this. this is one thing that, that really got to me is I have people that I work with. And I'm going to confess to you that sometimes my attention is on other things, on my work. And I have somebody sitting right next to me and they are hurting. And they have a need. I remember a customer coming in To work the other day, and the Lord spoke to me, and He said, They're just hurting, they're just hurting, Aaron. people are around you that are hurting. Sometimes I can even see them. A young adult, a few benches down from me, staring off, staring off to a You know I wonder what they're thinking like how can I get myself out of this mess how can I get myself out of this mess that I put myself into and you know sometimes sometimes and I'm guilty of it too but sometimes we're so quick to judge We're so quick to judge. Even our friends, we're so quick to judge. And they just need somebody to pray for them. They just need somebody to check on them, give them a call. Say, hey man, how's it going? I was thinking about you. I was praying for you. I hope everything's okay. How did you know how to do that? Because you were led by the Spirit? Let's just lift him up right now. Let's ask him to help us. To help us be led by his Spirit.